All right. So as you see this awesome note up here from James, uh, welcome to day one. It is uh, Monday, September uh, 24th, and you are all kind of um, spearheading, right, the um, Project Success Wellness Certificate. And James and Caitlin will be teaching the eight sessions after these first two sessions that Brett and I are here for from Super Stretch. And we are really super excited because on days one and two, so this Monday and next Monday, we're gonna be teaching you concepts of mindfulness and how it's accessible on a daily basis. Um, And we had all these questions up here. um, How comfortable are you with yoga? What words do you think of when you think of the word mindful? And what makes you happy? And you also have this nice handout that you're writing your names in big, so we'll put those on the floor in front of us so that everybody can kind of call you by name. But there's also like a little bit of a form that can ask you some questions and really kind of allow you to ponder on your own what does make you happy and what does make you sad and how your body reacts. Because as we learn today, um, we are going to learn that balance is our superpower. And what we're really working for in these mindful moments is to find ease and become aware and be proactive versus reactive during challenging times. That's a huge part of what mindfulness is. Thought it'd be fun for all of you, if you want to, to start off together um, by uh, playing a little bit of a game that's actually a mindfulness activity. Are we ready to try something? Sweet. So we'll all stand up and. Uh, We are going to practice at first just to say our names when we play catch. And this is quite a tactile ball, and it's super fun, and I've popped many of them. (laughs) So we'll have to be uh, gentle with the ball because it's losing its steam. Um, The first thing we'll do is just say our names when we catch them. All right? So I am Jess. I am Michelle.
hugging. Hi, Zane. I see you. Isn't it interesting to just kind of be conscious and aware of your breathing? And you can get really caught up in a conversation or in an experience or in a scenario where you go right to fight or flight and you kind of freeze. And then you stop breathing and then your mind goes a little bit wackadoodle. And then what happens is cortisol or bad hormones go through your body. And that's exactly what we don't want to do. So let's all sit down, and I'll ask you all kinds of fun questions. But I can also pass this around so we can connect, collect the pens so that you guys don't feel like you have to have them. Um, um, the mission of what we're here to really teach you about how to do is to tap into something that's the next big healthcare revolution, which is to breathe. Um, I really think... Um, that we are um, teaching ourselves how to break out and take a mindful moment 
because it's such an important punctuation in your day. But how many of you get super, super kind of like um, stuck in a rut? Mm. Does anybody get triggered by like, oh my God, I have homework to do tonight, but then I have to take care of my family and I have to cook dinner and I have to ride my bike here. Or I have to figure out how I'm going to get home or oh, I get so many swirling, whirling thoughts that my heart pounds and my palms get sweaty or I, my mind gets so busy that I can't sleep, right? What we're going to teach you here today is um, not to have these really kind of um, uh, icky thoughts or frustrating thoughts or uncomfortable thoughts, but we're going to teach you how to respond wisely and we're going to teach you how to stay really, really centered amidst the storm. Um, we have a choice to be free and what happens is, is that our mind likes to control us, but that's why we call our mind a monkey mind because it likes to go whoop, 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 don't you think and kind of jump and like reach and grasp at different things and get super distracted but we can teach ourselves through breath and movement to be really balanced and steady and stable so the first practice that we're gonna do is to do a really easy forward fold and what we're gonna do is put our feet a little bit wider than you think you should, and then put your elbows on your knees. Mm -hmm. Now you're in a space where your head and your heart is on the same plane. And we are going to literally, like we rinse out our bodies like a dirty dish rag, we are gonna rinse our body to release any anxious or uncomfortable feelings by doing a twist. All right, do you feel like you're having a really serious meeting or we're in a huddle? <laughs> we're huddled up here. Awesome, okay, so we are gonna take and bring our hands down to the ground and let your head hang like a giant weight. And literally, this is natural traction and you're letting go of any uncomfortable thoughts. Now, keep your left hand down and take your right hand to your right thigh and press into your right leg and twist, 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 trying to look up. And if that's too much for your neck, then don't do it. Awesome. On your exhale, let your head hang down. Bring your right arm down and let's switch. Left hand on your left thigh and twist, twist, twist. Inhaling and exhaling and then let your head hang back down. You can look underneath the chair, see if these new chairs have any gum. And slowly and gently, can you place your hands on your knees and take three deep breaths to roll up to a seated space? How many people, as we're kind of rebounding from that forward fold, feel a shift in their mind? A little bit, right? 
So a forward fold is a great way to kind of let go of stress. And that's why, uh, and that's why when like um, someone says, if you feel really nauseous to fold forward, it literally turns on a part of your body. And I'm gonna teach you some fun stuff about the brain and your body today. Um, it literally teaches your body to turn on a regulating system in your superhuman machine that literally tells your tummy and your heart and your brain to calm down. That's pretty cool. So we are going to teach another fun thing to allow you to understand how to disappear and fade away stress by doing a breathing exercise. So pass around this box of Kleenex. They've only been used once or twice. Yeah. Stress won't disappear, but we're here to show you accessible and habitual practices that allow you to be free. And the funny thing is, it is literally free because it's right underneath your nose. It's breathing. So you don't even have to pay for the stuff that we're teaching you. You can learn all these cool tools and use them all the time. This is a great way to teach yourself how to be happy. And I know happiness is a pretty vague, funny word, but um, when you think about the word mindful or how comfortable you are even with yoga movements, a lot of it has to do with just being really content. And that's part of happiness. And happiness comes from that free, liberating breath. So we are going to practice. Take an inhale through the nose. And put the, this is your like curtain. And take your curtain and keep it about a hand's width away from your face. And as you inhale through the nose, breathe out through your mouth. And get the curtain to move. Oh, good job. Let's try that again. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. Mm. Now, describe, you can just put the curtain down for a second. Where do you feel that coming from? Oh, your tummy. Good, James. Anybody else feel that coming from a different place? More your chest. Okay. When you um, are harmonious, when you are balanced and whole, we're really trying to do this conscious, deep, diaphragmatic breath. And James has an advantage because he's done improv and he is probably a good singer and um, is really good with breath control. But it's a learned and conditioned response that teaches you how to be happy all the time when you really, really breathe deeply. So I'm going to teach you another trick. Inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. Okay, when you do that and inhale through the nose, you're kind of creating this space, right, between your ears so that your monkey mind doesn't jump around. When you exhale through your mouth, it's like blowing the clouds away. But if you want to make it even a deeper, more effective breath on your body-mind connection, try to inhale through the nose and exhale through the nose and make your curtain move. Oh yeah, inhale through the nose, 
And exhale through the nose and make your curtain move. <laughs> Way harder, right? But now you're kind of feeling what James is saying about how feeling it through the tummy, right? You want to feel your breath coming from your tummy. And when you breathe in and out through the nose, anybody feel a little lightheaded? Yeah, it's tough. When you breathe in and out through your nose, it actually teaches your body to be more calm because it turns on something in your systems. And we're going to look at our bodies um, in a little bit when we talk about alignment. It turns on something in your system that literally flips the switch from a cloudy day to a bright, clear, sunny day. And most of us only breathe this all tiny percentage of our body, especially when we're stressed out. And then what happens is we are constantly in a state of reaction, right? And as uh, yogis and as humans, we want to teach ourselves how to have these cathartic daily habits that become so habitual that when something icky happens and something really like, like someone cheats and copies your homework or your siblings like aren't being nice to you and so you're starting to feel a little bit depressed and sad um, you don't have to be like reactive but you can learn how to respond wisely and not let your monkey mind get in the way so a positive positive thing is simply just breathing in and out through your nose to get your body to literally amp down how many of you like music? Mm. All right, so if you really, really, really like music, then what happens is, you know when someone turns the volume up super duper high and it's not likable anymore because it's just so intense that it kind of, all of your nerves just, and your hair on your head just stands up, right? That's what happens when you breathe in and out through your nose. It literally turns down the volume so that you can really be present with the experience and pay attention. Should we try that breathing again? All right, so if you're really, really tripping out, you can do a dog breath and breathe through the mouth. And then you go And that literally relaxes your tongue as a muscle, right? So it relaxes your jaw. I can see you even shaking your jaw around. Anybody when they're stressed out get tense in their jaw, yeah. right? So before we use the Kleenex to breathe in and out through the nose, let's just do a really silly dog breath so we can all feel stupid together because I did it and you were all staring at me, okay? So you obviously would maybe go in the bathroom and take some dog breaths to calm you, yourself down, but let's stick out our tongue as we shift smoothly into this equilibrium and peace. You don't have to look at anybody. We can look at the center of our circle, right? You can put your curtain up and cover your face. But let your tongue relax and just breathe through the mouth. So dogs do it to cool themselves off, but when humans do it, it lets the tension go from the jaw 
And there's a nerve that goes all the way from the back of your head. Everybody, if you want to, you can touch the back of your head and tap it a little bit. And it goes through your brain, down through all the way to your tummy. And it's called the vagus nerve. And when the vagus nerve is calm, you literally shift into an equal state of being. And you're not triggered or like, get real aggro. Do you have friends who look like they get so upset that their face turns red and steam comes out of their ears when they're freaking out? Yeah. So that's a great way to find some balance and create center. Let's go back to that easier way of just breathing in and out through the nose because we don't even need the Kleenex. We can use it to pick our boogers after. But can you just lean back even close your eyes if you want to. Inhale through the nose. And exhale through the nose. Strongly, forcefully, inhaling and exhaling. Letting go any kind of imbalance or out of balance space that you feel. Inhaling through the nose. And exhaling through the nose. And this is literally effortless effort. This is literally an amazing way to find calm where you're not clinging to anything, you're not resisting, you're just observing and witnessing the breath. And if you yawn, that's good. That means you're starting to relax from your busy school day. So let's try something as we slowly open our eyes. So when we're running around like crazy and holding our breath and super distressed, one of my favorite things to do is called a take five break. I do have to blow my nose. <laughs> How many of you, there used to be a candy bar when I was growing up called a take five. I don't even know if it's still around. but. Let's literally take five. So we have four fingers and one thumb, right? Okay, this is another thing that you could do literally at like your desk with your hand under the table and no one would even know you were doing this um, if you needed to just kind of center yourself before a test. Does anybody have test anxiety? No, you like test school? You like tests? All right, you're going to be my best friend. You can take my test for me. I don't have any tests anymore. Uh, and this is called a take five. So we'll take our hands, and we're going to trace our hand. Place index finger of one hand to the pinky side of the other hand. And inhale through the nose as you trace up the finger. Exhale down as you're like a little choo-choo train, calming the choo-choo train in your mind when it's really busy. Let those train of thoughts go as you inhale up the finger and exhale down the finger. 
Inhaling up the finger and exhaling down the finger. Inhaling up, exhaling down. Inhaling up and exhaling down. Awesome. Did anybody feel that? I love how you keep yawning, it's so awesome. Did anybody feel how that you could actually stop being really like um, suffering from whatever would like trigger you, but actually you could feel yourself just gently calming down? Yeah. I like what you did. Um, in the beginning, um, what people used to do is they used to count on their fingers, right? They would use their digits to count on their fingers, the ancients did. So one thing that really works well is if you um, don't want to trace your hand because you think that someone might see you, is to literally take your hand onto your leg and inhale and tap your finger and go through the hand. Exhale and then relax. Inhale, tap the next finger. Exhale and relax. Inhale and tap the finger and exhale and relax. So you have all these kind of different tools to take a five. Uh, so you like school and tests in school. Does anybody like science? I have a trick question for you. You do? I like that, Amelia. Awesome. How many elements are there on the periodic table? Ooh, very good. A little bit higher. So there's 118 elements on the periodic table, which is really interesting because in the philosophy of yoga and in Eastern philosophies, there are five great elements. There's earth, water, fire, air, space, and ether. And when we're doing these cool practices, literally we're seeing ourselves like all of those elements. Every part of our body is taking a journey, but when we're stressed out, that journey of the breath doesn't get to everywhere and doesn't make us feel really healthy. And there are 200 billion neurons and tons of synaptic cells in our body and that we have um, more cells in our body than there are stars in the sky. That's pretty wild. So when we're uncomfortable or when we're stressed out or when we're like feeling dis-ease, right? If we get rid of the dis, we have ease. But if we're feeling dis-ease or like angry or even hangry, you know what happens to those cells? They don't, they're not super happy. So then they kind of turn off. And what we want to do through our breathing practices and some of these fun tools that we're using is to allow all of the tubes and the water in our body. Did you know we're 73% water in our brain? That's crazy. So all of the tubes and the water in our body and all of these cells that are just like the stars in the sky need to flow as freely as the rivers do 
in our um, uh, like in our topographical maps in our geography um, like that is physical out there so we have these little flowing reservoirs of energy that we want to keep healthy in our body so we are going to do something that is called a super walk are you ready awesome so we're going to stand up and i'm just looking at this sheet because in this super run we also have like mantras mantras are like positive affirmations to allow you to um, kind of program yourself to stay in that positive frame. So it literally shifts your energy from dark to light. So in this one, it is I own my learning. I'm good at this. I can remember things because this super run, this super walk that I'm going to teach you literally helps to improve your mind, your brain for learning. That's trippy. That's simply doing physical activities, which is really cool because that's what Caitlin's gonna be doing a lot of in the second half with the food and the moves, is that you can improve your mood simply by doing these mindful movements with breath. Yes, with breath. So we're gonna practice. Are you ready? Set a strong foundation in your feet. Good, spread out your toes, and then maybe rock back and forth. Ooh, <laughs> snap, crackle, and pop came to visit you. Yeah. All right, now see if you can take and completely relax. And we're gonna do something that's called the penguin, but what it does is it literally keeps your adversaries at bay. You know what an adversary is? Your foes, you're like a superhero, right? and your body's a super machine. So if you wanna keep your adversaries at bay, you just take a step back, push your hands back, palms reach back, and what do you feel happen to your spine? Oh, someone else just coughed. Was that you, Caitlin? <laughs> do you feel your back get stronger? Do you feel your uh, headlights shine higher? Your chest get broader? Yeah. So just by doing this, you're creating more space to breathe, which is really awesome. Okay, now we're gonna take a super move. Reach your arms up high, and we're going on a really slow-paced walk. Take your right hand, okay? This is when tattoos really work well, because right and left, as you get my age, you'll forget which is right and which is left. Take your right hand to the left knee and tap it. Good, and then reach your arms back up and switch left hand, right knee. Good, and reach your hands up. Now I'm not gonna say right and left, but just walk slowly back and forth. <sighs> it's like a tongue twister. Who knows how to chew gum, rub their belly and tap their head at the same time? Can you do that? You've never done that before? Oh, this was a game we used to play when we were kids. We'll try that too. We'll fake two gum. But what this does is this literally helps improve your memory and it takes your brain and it merges it together. Okay, now we can relax for a second. Who's getting sweaty? Just me? I'm the only one who's getting sweaty. Okay, we're gonna try to do this a little bit faster. Our brain, and we'll see as we get to that point, our brain is like in two separate hemispheres. 
And sometimes we can get all caught up in a thought and not let it go. Do you ever get that way? Like, I, I, I forgot to do this. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then you just kind of get stuck in it. And you've heard of the term OCD, right? Where you kind of like just get caught up in something. Well, you're not OCD if you're thinking about this thought over and over, but if you want to flip the switch and get into a different frame of mind, all you have to do is this bilateral stuff. Are you ready? Let's try to go a little bit faster, okay? So, okay, but we also have to remember to breathe because that's like my favorite word in the whole universe. Hashtag breathe is like my favorite thing. Also hashtag live to learn. Those are my hashtags for life. Ready? Go. Anybody ever get caught up in like daydreaming? Oh my gosh, I love to daydream. It's like one of my favorite pastimes. But sometimes when you get so right brain and you're daydreaming and you need to like remember to put the right ingredients in dinner or you need to remember to like go pick up your brother from someplace where he's at and you gotta walk down the street from your friend's house and, and if you forget you're in big trouble, right? Big doo-doo. So this helps to get you, your brain centered back together. Okay, you ready to try a different one? I don't know if you're gonna be able to handle it, but let's sit down for a second. Okay, the first time I did this, this is a little tricky. So let's see, this is another thing that really helps to literally teach you how to come to your senses. So, Super Stretch, or the program that we, we work on a lot with um, uh, little kids and big kids, and uh, like even um, today, I think the oldest person in my class was about 96. Mm -hmm. But with people, what we teach is if you take a breath and calm your mind, you can build energy and be centered and balanced for the rest of your day, okay? The first time I did this, I could not figure it out. So here we go. Take your right hand and reach your left hand forward and bring your right arm up over the left. Flip your thumbs down so that your palms face each other and interlace your fingers. Okay, bend your elbows out and take your hands through. Okay. Made me burp, sorry. Now, without looking, lift just your pinky fingers. Oh, whose brain is like, where are my pinkies? Okay, lower your pinkies. Lift just your middle finger. Z. That's two of them. Lower them down. Okay, now lift just your index fingers. It's hard, right? Lower them down. Okay, now touch your nose and unwind your hand. <laughs> Elias, that was funny. <laughs> Who had to um, take their hands apart to, to, to get your nose? You wanna try it again? Yeah. Let's try it again. Right over left, thumbs point down. 
Interlace your fingers. Bend your elbows out. I did it. Oh, good. You figured it out. Okay? Take your fingers to your nose. This is a trick you can teach your friends. Okay, so index fingers to the nose. Without stopping touching your nose, unwind your hands. It's, it's, it all depends on how you cross your fingers, how they're interlaced. See, aren't you glad you have that Kleenex, though? I'm really glad I have that Kleenex. Okay. So we'll try it one more time. <laughs> Take your right over your left. Roll the palms down, thumbs go down. Interlace your fingers. Bend your elbows out. And now take your hands up. So what you want to make sure is that your right index finger is inside of the left index finger when you weave your fingers together. So the right index finger is in between the left middle and, and index finger. And then bend the elbows out, touch, and unwind. Good. All right, how you doing? Pretty good? So when we have dis-ease or when we feel discomfort, then you, your, your nerves are all frazzled. And what we're really trying to do is teach you that breathing can heal from the inside out, all these fun things that we're doing. And it helps you to um, balance out any imbalances in your muscles and your nerves and in your mind that uh, kind of keep you tweaked out. And so all these practices help you to heal. And I'm gonna tell you some really cool things about your brain. And maybe what we'll do is hand out some sheets. So take a grouping and pass it on. You can't breathe through your nose? You said what? Oh, I didn't hear what you said. I said, oh, there's three of them. Yes, there's three sheets for each thing. There you go. Yes. So we're going to talk about some of the parts of our brain. And, yep. And as you go through this, what you'll see is that literally you can come to your senses and have more energy when you practice uh, yoga and the mindful movement and breathing practices. Hey guys, uh, nice to see you. It can, it can help you to sleep better, it can help you to have a good attitude and be less anxious, and it allows you to um, push away toxins because it boosts your immune system. And when this positive psychology or when this positive hormones go through your body, you have a sunny disposition. But what I think is really, really cool is that when you slow down your mind, instead of being really bound up and anxious, um, your brain wave frequencies slow down and you move into something called alpha waves. So when you're thinking really fast, actually the energy in your body, the frequencies in your body, move really fast. 
And that only makes you more and more whacked out. And it's actually a detriment to your body-mind connection and it's a detriment to your wellness. So when we are really, really calm and there's an absolute a perfect calm, all of your worried thoughts subside and your body gets a deep rest. Yeah. And you go and you have these brain waves that go from super, super fast to almost a state of deep relaxation where you're breathing about four to seven cycles. Uh, your brain is waves are going four to seven cycles about a second. And with that calmness, you actually take tests better. You're a better friend. You can come up with really wild, creative ideas. So there's these cool handouts that I just gave everybody about your brain. And one of them is a coloring sheet that you can do at home. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was like, who are we Hi. We're glad you guys are here. But um, so you get some cool coloring sheets. But one of the sheets literally tells you not only the water content that we discussed, um, but it talks about all of these billions of cells. When you're stressed out, do you know that your cells actually stop reproducing and they stop staying healthy? And then they just kind of shut down. So the more you practice breathing and mindful movement practices, then you're actually regenerating. These neurotransmitters keep building and your brain starts to build up more smarts. Which is wild. Simply breathing and staying calm and balanced actually make you smarter. Just like those bilateral movements, when you do these sensory integration practices and uh, balance the hemispheres of your brain, you get into a higher states of consciousness. So when you train, you guys talk about being in the zone. Have you ever heard of being in the zone? How many people like to paint? Mm. How many people like to sing? How many people like to dance? How many people like to write? Right? So when you're doing that, and then all of a sudden time just kind of disappears and you just transcend all space and time, and all of a sudden you realize like two hours have gone by and you've been coloring your favorite like picture, that, that's like what it means to be in the zone. And that's when creative things start to happen. So if you see, we got Kleenexes, <laughs> if you need it. Um, when you take your, let's all take our hands and make a big fist. If you think about it, this is your belly button. Your little elbow's your belly button and it's saying hello. <laughs> Do you ever touch your belly button and it just tickles? No, all the time. It's weird. It is weird, isn't it? I'm, I'm, very, I'm very weird. I, I embrace my weirdness. So if this is your belly button and this is your spine, all of these things in your brain start to get balanced when we take those deep breaths like what we did with the Kleenex, in and out through the nose, using that deep belly breathing so that we don't flip our lid. That's like when your hair is on fire, okay? So if you look at those pictures of the brain, 
you have your frontal lobe. And your frontal lobe is where your prefrontal cortex is. That's like the golden apartments. It's like getting into the high rise. But if you're stuck down here in a place called the amygdala, what happens is, is that that's where your fear is processed. So it's your fight or your flight. And it literally wakes up the sympathetic nervous system in your body to be on high alert. And you have that cool um, coyote on your shirt. That's a wolf. Oh, a wolf. What's your name, buddy? BJ. BJ has this really cool. Do you guys see how cool his shirt is? It's really gorgeous. But if that wolf is chasing you, you are going to be stuck in your amygdala and you're going to be running for your life, right? And that's a good thing. But if you're stressed out and someone pissed you off and you get so angry and you're stuck in that fight or flight, you're teaching your body how to be really negative and that negativity can start repeating a really bad loop. So when you start doing these mindfulness practices, you don't have the negative hormone of cortisol running through you, but you have a positive hormone that's called serotonin. Have you ever heard of serotonin? Right? That's that happy hormone that allows you to do really cool stuff. So it's like eating a piece of chocolate or your favorite um, candy bar or um, doing like your favorite thing, like what makes you happy. Your body reacts in a positive way. And that's what we want to do is get out of that flight or flight or freeze and into the frontal lobe so that we can communicate with each other better and be um, really good um, uh, with our memory. Hi. Hi. Um, how many of you like to code? Right? There's a coding program here, yeah? So like the zeros and the ones are all processed up here in that prefrontal cortex. And we don't want to flip our lids, so that's why the breathing practices and the movement practices really help us to code our superhuman machine and function better, which is pretty awesome. What do you think about that, BJ? I think it's cool. Pretty cool, yeah. I like that. So what I thought would be a fun little process to do to help us to kind of relax and this is something that you can do also, like who has a hard time falling asleep? Mm, right? Who has a hard time um, when they get really frustrated and upset with someone and they just like kind of hold their breath and their muscles tense up, right? This is a really great way to calm yourself down so that your um, body is not stuck in this lower place of consciousness, but you're in a more relaxed state. Okay, it's called unrolling your ears and listening. But I always, I have really big ears, so I always call it elephant pose. Okay, so we make our little Dumbo ears flap. So what you're gonna do is unroll your ears and listen. And once again, I'm just gonna tell you this mantra that you could say if you were doing this. This triggers your body to send serotonin through it. Because if we do have all those stars, that are in the sky are reflective of all the cells in our body. When you massage your ears from top to bottom, kind of roll out the cartilage, what you're doing is you are literally getting those 72,000 meridian lines of energy. You're giving them a nice little massage. So don't tell anybody if your family's in the massage business, 
but this is another free massage that relaxes you and it calms you down. So the saying is that I can listen, I will use my powerful brain, I am ready, I am strong. Obviously, you don't have to say that when you're going to bed, but if you're really upset or nervous about a test, I probably would go into the bathroom and do this before, instead of doing this maybe at your desk. But. And then relax your hands. So other than um, unrolling the outer cartilage, another thing that's really, really fun to do is to stick out your tongue and roar. Just like a really, really good yawn, this triggers the vagus nerve to calm down so much so that like literally you get rid of any pent up anger so that you don't flip your lid. So you're ready to feel super duper silly. All right, you are gonna take and you are going to place your hands onto your legs. We're gonna do a movement called a cat and a cow to set ourselves up. So when you round your back and your hands are on your knees, this is called a cat pose when you're seated, like a Halloween cat. And they already have Halloween stuff out in the stores, which I can't believe it because it's not even October yet. So this is our meow. And then our inhale is pull the thumbs to your hips, elbows reach back, lift your heart and look up to the sky. Good, exhale, round your back, hollow out your belly. And then inhale, pull the thumbs towards your hips, lift your heart, elbows, reach back, look up to the sky. Exhale, round out your back, look into your tummy. Inhale, breathe in through the nose. And exhale, hollow out your back, pressing the belly to the spine. All right, this time as you inhale, breathe in, look up high to the sky. And then when you exhale, you're gonna roll out your back, look forward at your friends, stick out your tongue and cross your eyes and go, start going ha, ha, ha. Want to try it? Let's see. Ha. Ooh, that made me really warm. Ha. 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 So there's always different ways to flip your switch from a dark, cloudy day to a really bright, sunny experience. There's so many amazing ways to let it out and not hold back and express yourself. And that's what that lion's roar teaches you how to do. All right. Whew. Anybody else get warm from being like a lion? No? I was a little sweaty. Okay. 
So a huge thing about breathing and what we're really working on is to teach ourselves how to literally relax. Did you know, uh, do you all know a guy named James Joyce? Uh, Have you ever read any James Joyce? No. I've read James Patterson. Oh, James mm-hmm. Patterson. Those are good. I like those. I ones. did hear Peter Jackson. Yeah? In his latest films during the 80s. Okay. Awesome. Well, there's a guy named James Joyce, and you can look him up, but he said that most people live a short distance from their bodies, and 98% of what we do is involuntary. Isn't that trippy? Like, we are so reactionary that if we could teach ourselves to be more proactive, then we'll be so much more conscious and awake and aware and settled in ourselves that we could do amazing, incredible things, just like James Joyce. So when we're practicing yoga, it's literally resiliency training, and it's really accessible, and it's really, really simple. So we'll try another fun little thing that's called uh, um, to help us to relax and connect and um, maybe even sweat some more. And this is called an eagle pose. So we're going to soar like an eagle. Okay? Everybody stand up. And we'll begin to open our arms up nice and wide. And as we open our arms up really wide, you've got a lot of bandwidth there, BJ. And what's your name? Olivia. Olivia, it's nice to meet you. You too. Um, we are going to take and we are going to swing our right arm underneath the left and grab your shoulders. <laughs> tattoos. See? Another reason for tattoos. Lift your elbows up. So how many of you feel like that space between your shoulder blades start to spread out? Yeah? This, yeah, you feel your muscles tightening or um, unwinding. They're tightening. Then let your elbows hang out down. Okay, if that feels comfortable, what we're trying to do is we're trying to release some of the stress and tension that we carry all day. Literally letting the weight of the world off your shoulders. It's very soothing, isn't it? Just to kind of sway from side to side. Like give yourself a hug. Okay, if this feels good, Take and reach your hands up, but try and keep your elbows together. Can you grab your wrists? Uh, can your right hand capture your left wrist? I only carry capture my hand. I know it's really hand. Can you get your hand or your thumb? Wait, left one. So your right hand capture the left wrist. Yep. And then if you can, interlace your fingers. That's okay. So you can stop at any time. Remember, you can get off the yoga bus anytime you need to. We're just trying to create space and release some of the stress that we carry on a day-to-day basis. Okay, you ready? Wherever you've got your hands, sit down like you're sitting in a fake chair. Oh, see, that's what you want to do. You want to sit down in a real chair, but try not to. And you know when you go on a really long car trip and you have to pee? Okay, cross your right leg up over your left. Ooh. Yeah, and breathe. Inhale and exhale. You've got this. Can you touch your elbows to your knees? Oh, good job. And then open up your arms and soar like an eagle. <laughs> and exhale, arms come down. 
Don't you feel like you just like lost like a couple pounds because you just your shoulders are nice and relaxed? All right, let's try the other side. Open up your arms really wide and then give yourself a really big hug. Left arm underneath right this time because we are already in balance. Our bodies are asymmetrical. Did you know that? If you held a piece of paper up to your face and looked in the mirror, this side would look different than this side. So we're trying to create symmetry in our body-mind connection. So with the left arm under, lift your elbows up. Feel okay? A little different than the other side? Lower the elbows down and try to grab your wrist, or interlace your fingers. It's very humbling because <laughs> it's really hard how tight our muscles are, yeah? Okay, now wherever you are, sit down in your imaginary chair and lean back a little bit. <laughs> Not that far, be careful. Okay, take your left leg up and over. Ooh, good, very, very good. I'm really proud of you guys. All right, how you doing? <laughs> it's harder, right? If you're right hand or left hand, you'll notice which side is more dominant or not. Now try and touch your elbows to your knees. And I'm doing this in heels, so you should be able to do it. Show up. Nah. And then come on back up and unwind, reach high. Exhale, arms come back. That was pretty cool, are you yeah. okay? No, no, no. Oh, shake it up, shake out your knees. So, yeah, I know, that is a good song, I like that song. Um, so, how many of you felt when you were doing this, just like when we were playing Silent Ball in the beginning, who felt that when you were trying that, you were holding your breath? Uh-huh, right? So that's what happens, that pose, that move is a reflection of how we act in our daily life. So the poses are trying to teach us that when we are doing something that's challenging, we often might hold our breath. And what we really want to do is not breathe that 30-40% of our breathing capacity that most people breathe on a day-to-day -day basis, which sends that cortisol, that negative hormone. We want to breathe all the way through our entire body-mind connection. And then when we take that deep, conscious belly breath, we're much more stable, much more relaxed. So let's open our arms wide. And let's sit deep. Woo, this is an afterkarkal on top. And then reach our arms up high, as if you're a bowl, okay? And our body's just this beautiful bowl or this beautiful vessel. Bring your hands in front of you, interlace the fingers, and press your hands down like you're pushing all the air out of your body. Good, inhale, reach your arms up high. And let's try that again. Exhale, breathe everything out. Push, push, push all the air out. Good, inhale, reach high. Exhale, let everything go. Last one from this freedom breath. Inhale, reach your arms up. And this time as you exhale, 
Really push out everything that you can. Bend your knees. Go all the way to the ground, pushing out the air. And with a little micro bend in the knees, roll your body up to standing. Feeling aware, balanced, whole, and hot. <laughs> Good. Everybody feeling okay? Yep. All right. We're going to do a really, another very fun thing. Uh, let me just see if I'm on the right thing. We are going to do another thing to help to get our spine, our super highway of the body, um, to really power up our brain even better. And this is a partner pose. So we're going to go two and two and two. Okay, and two, two. And you get to be my partner. Unless you guys want to be partners and the adults don't do it. You want to do that? You want to be partners with a tall dude? Oh, you'll go over there? Awesome. Okay. So Brett and I will show you what we're going to do. You place your hands together. And have you seen tree pose? That's a pretty standard yoga pose, right? Yes. Very good. All right. We're going to place our hands together. And bring your right foot to your left leg. Good. And now push your hands together. Push, 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 push. And try and stay stable and push, 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 push without falling. And then relax. Okay, take a breath for a second. Other than noticing that your hand, friend's hands are very warm, okay, um, did you feel that you stopped breathing? A huge part of what we're doing is focusing on alignment. And when we focus on alignment, that means that your body, your brain, and your heart are working together. And the thing that ties it up in a really nice, good bundle is the breath. So let's try to find that really consistent breath and um, bring your hands to your friend and try the other leg. And it's almost like a tug of war. How am I on time? Great. I okay. just want I wanted to say something, but I will wait until after the Okay. <laughs> Ready for part second side and see if you can really balance yourselves out. Now your right foot is down. You're pressing into your friend. Your left foot comes up and push. It's like a tug of war. You're trying to stay up. Breathe, breathe, breathe deep down into your belly. Sorry if Good, you guys are so much more stable. And then we'll release. That was awesome. Very, very good. And then, we'll, yeah, yeah. All right, so folks, uh, I just wanted to let you all know, I'm gonna take up here in a moment. Kinsey from Project Success is gonna stick around. She'll check Yay. you out. Um, and uh, uh, where did Caitlin go? Okay, great, so uh, Caitlin is still here. She'll be facilitating. Um, for the, the eight sessions after the first two. So she's, if it's okay with you, Jess, yeah. for her to take a couple minutes and just to sort of introduce herself. Mm -hmm, sort of mm -hmm. thing. Um, That's what I was gonna ask. I don't have a watch. So yeah. if you give us like a 15 minute warning because we'll do a visualization in the yeah. last five minutes, you can wrap it up. For sure. Thanks. Yeah. So it was great seeing all of you guys. Take all care right. of yourself. Good night. Good night. Have fun. Thank you. Or, or what I say in Japanese, sayonara. Ah. That means goodbye. Goodbye, DJ. See you later. All right, everyone. Let's sit back down.
when you are when you were doing that, did you notice if you are uh, were anchoring your gaze? Did you notice where you were looking? Other, you were looking at your feet, right? Anybody else trying not to look at my friend's eyes, right? I was looking, looking at, at their belly. Nose and then we started laughing. Awesome. <laughs> Very good. Well, yogis believe that where you gaze, that's where your mind goes. So we really focus our gaze internally on the breath as a yogi. And when you center yourself in the breath, everything in your life becomes pretty easy. I mean, yeah, stuff is hard, right? Stuff happens. My dad, when I grew up, he always used to tell me shit happens, right? Sure. Yeah, right? But it's how we react to it. We're always going to have these causes and conditions. But what all this stuff is teaching you is that if you can really, really find yourself not reacting, but being proactive and responding wisely using the tools, then you won't have this kind of monkey mind um, upset nature or discomfort or dis-ease. You're just going to have comfort and ease, and you're going to be truly connected and really function properly. Um, and when you're liberated from that disease, then you're able to be your best self. You're able to like understand your inner workings. You're able to use the breath to um, not feel like compressed or small, but you can live a really big, bright life. And that's really what we're trying to get all of you to feel comfortable with as you start using these practices and start doing all this cool stuff with Project Success is like, you're badass mofos. And we want you to like really shine brightly because you have so much to offer the universe. Um, um, one thing that's really interesting is when you were doing that with your friends, did you notice everything kind of drawing the center? So when you find your midline, your spinal column, it allows everything to just become unified and whole. And literally the word yoga, one of the words or definition other than harmony or wholeness, the word yoga means the art and science and physiology of the body-mind connection. So you're literally unifying yourself, like unity. Yeah, it's like the matrix, who likes sci-fi, right? Or like a James Patterson book, in order to write a really good book, you have to have this really awesome outline and really think it through clearly. And that's what yoga gives you, is that opportunity to be whole and see things from all different facets. Uh, and then in turn, you're able to deal with life's challenges on and off. Uh, whether it's a physical practice or uh, not it or in school, you're able to deal with any challenge that life throws you because you're so centered in your stuff. Um, I also have this really cool thing to show you how when you breathe properly, you can recalibrate your brain through the central nervous system. So you can just take one and pass it on. You can barely see anything. 
I know, it's a pretty small picture. You might have to Google or schmoogle it. Um, but did you know that every 90 to 120 minutes your breathing switches nostrils? That's pretty wild. So because you're trying to create unity or wholeness, what you're doing is you're teaching yourself how to find the breath through the entire nervous system versus through the right side or the left side. So that your autonomic nervous system um, isn't imbalanced, but you're breathing from your central channel. And that's what yogis like to call your golden line of energy. So we're going to practice something that recalibrates the mind. But if you see this little symbol right there on the far right, it says a catechus or a caduceus. Have you ever seen that symbol before? It's the symbol of Hermes. Right. It's Hermes symbol, right? What else symbol is it? A medical symbol, right? So yogis, thousands and thousands of years ago, made this symbol to show how to balance out the nervous system. And isn't it interesting that now doctors use it? Hmm. And there's a little thing that um, Thomas Edison, you know that guy? Right? Oh, not at all. Not at all, right? That's the only reason we can see right now. I'm not using candles. But Thomas Edison used to say that the doctor of the future will give no medicine, but will interest the patient in the care of the human frame and diet in the cause and prevention of disease. And that's why we're here for this wellness program, right? We're helping the human frame through breath balance everything out. So the symbol of those snakes going up there is breathing from deep down at the belly button, getting everything to work harmoniously, and then when the wings come from that little ball, you see that? That's actually your brain, right and left hemisphere, balanced out. That's awesome, isn't it? That's pretty cool. So, to get ourselves to balance out the neurotransmitters in the brain, we are going to practice a breathing exercise that I like to call the dolphin breath. Okay? So you ready to try it? Mm -hmm. We can put our sheets down, and we're going to do the dolphin breathing that literally helps you so you don't feel that energy gets trapped or you don't feel like you're stressed out. It balances your brain. And this is something that can be done the kid way or the adult way. So would you like to try the kid way or the adult way? Kid way. Kid way? All right, I love it. Okay, we are going to take our pointer fingers and reach them out. If you feel like there's a buddy near you that you're going to smack, then <laughs> maybe roll your chair so that you have more room, okay? And we're just teaching ourselves to flip perspective and allow ourselves to find center. So yogis believe part of alignment, part of finding your center, is that your hands and your feet are just extremities, right? Like a starfish. We're kind of in starfish pose. 
And in order to find center, we have to use our brain. So relax your feet, your arms are wide. Plug up, without sticking your finger up your nose, stick it to the outside of your right nostril and kind of push the skin in. Kind of hit the cartilage on the center, got that? Okay, exhale all the air out through the left nostril. Inhale, breathe in. Plug it up with your left finger and exhale through the right. Good, inhale through the right. Plug it up, exhale through the left. How's everybody doing? Inhale through the left. Plug it up, exhale through the right. Inhale through the right. Plug it up, exhale through the left. Inhale through the left, plug it up, <laughs> exhale through the right. Inhale through the right, plug it up, <laughs> exhale through the left. And then completely relax, place your hands to your legs and just close your eyes. Start to let your breathing become more relaxed, less forced. As you breathe, you're teaching yourself how to activate the calming hormones to turn on your parasympathetic nervous system and you're pouring yourself literally an oxygen cocktail. And this conscious active breath becomes a conditioned response that increases the capacity of your body and mind to handle demanding things without upsetting the intrinsic nature and sense of well-being. As you open your eyes, how many of you feel a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more at ease from that? Oh, I got some yawns. Yeah? Cool. Awesome. So now what we're going to do is teach a, another thing so that we don't get trapped in our mind. Okay? And we are going to practice giving ourselves an opportunity to um, do a balancing pose that um, helps us to rise up to our best self. Are you ready? Mm. Mm, we are going to stand up. Now this is a toughie, so do you want to do the first one using the wall? What sure. is it? Dancer's pose. Is it the one that's like... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at it, oh good. Okay, so in dancer's pose, it's a balancing pose and it really helps you to figure out what you stand for. So when you're doing it, you might feel like you're having a hard time breathing. Let's start off real slowly, okay? Take your body and stand up nice and tall. We're drawing everything to the midline. Reach your right heel to your tushy. And hold on with your right hand. 
Okay, take and grab on with your left hand. Good. I'm proud of all of you. Woo! I'm the only one who fell. <laughs> okay, inhale and exhale. Now, release the left hand and try and kick the right foot back. It feels like my pelvis is going to break. No, don't break your pelvis, buddy. Keep breathing. Good, steady action, everyone. And then release. Shake it out. Now shake it out like a dance party. And then you let go so that your pelvis won't break. That little part of your back that you're compressing is called your SI joint. Did you know that three, uh, uh, two thirds of your lungs are at your back? Hmm. So we really want to breathe into our backs. And did you know that um, your kidneys are back there too. So does anybody ever feel like, oh, I have a backache from sitting so long? Sometimes it's because you didn't get this flexion, but also sometimes it's because you just have to take a pee. Because our kidneys really, really need to function properly because water is so important to our bodies and that can cause a backache. So let's try another thing. Let's bring our legs to a comfortable position. Take your right hand and reach it back towards the left foot. I'm sorry, left hand. I need to tattoo my hands. And reach back towards the left foot and grab on. Good, grabbing on tightly. Lift your heart. Now try and keep this length in your spine. Reach your right hand forward and kick back. Notice the difference between each side. Inhaling and exhaling, be careful. And slowly release your foot and let your arm come back down. How did that feel? It feels good. That's pretty good, right? It's a bilateral movement that's teaching you how to balance out the hemispheres. From your bike ride, that's probably a big stretch. Yeah, your body, your muscles probably cramped up or something. Yeah, that was good. He rode five miles to get here. We should all give him a victory. Woo! That's pretty awesome. I rode from Broadway. You did? Oh, so you rode far too. There, victory, victory. That's awesome. I'm totally I rode impressed. from. You rode in a car. I said North <laughs> Minneapolis. So, twists help to strengthen your spine and they literally massage your central nervous system and allow your adrenals to relax. And your adrenals are um, part of or really affect your um, amygdala, which we learned that's that thing that gets us all freaked out and puts us into a state of fight or flight. So let's practice a twist, okay? Are your glands right here? Yeah. Isn't there a thyroid? There's all kinds of glands in your system. And one thing that I was saying, I think before you two got here is that one of the benefits of yoga and breathing and mindfulness movement practices is that your endocrine system, all those lymphs, all those glands you guys just named, they literally get flushed out and they literally can uh, release any toxins so that you have a stronger immune system. So yeah, you guys are smart. I like that, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna do, cause we're not gonna lay out on the floor cause we all don't have yoga mats. We're gonna do a twist in the chair. 
Unless you want to oh, like lay on the floor, the it's pretty new. What? Like we did in the beginning. Yeah, we did one with a forward fold, so that was more to calm our minds. Do you want to try one on the ground? Laying on the ground? No. Oh, you guys are all like, okay, if you want to lay on the ground, lay on the ground. If you don't want to lay on the ground, then you can sit in a chair. It's up to you. If you're laying on the ground, oh, do you want to do one where you're not laying your back on, but you sit your butt on the ground? I'll try that. So we'll do a twist that way. Let's all put our tush to the ground. Awesome. Okay. Sweet. Awesome. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Take and bring your legs up straight. Do you know that song, Hickory Dickory Dock? <laughs> okay. So yeah, the song like goes, Hickory Dickory Dock. The mouse ran up the clock. The clock struck one. And then it doesn't rhyme anymore, and the mouse down he flew, right? But that's a good forward fold. And a forward fold, folding your body in half like that, helps you to get your head below your heart and send fresh oxygenated blood to your brain. But what we're gonna do now is bend your right knee. Take your right foot up over the left leg. Oh, I do this at wrestling practice. Yes, you do this at wrestling practice, and it comes from yoga. But we're gonna make it a little bit easier. I do the soccer. You do this at soccer. Yes, yeah, so all these stretches that you do come from the discipline and the practice of yoga. And the more you practice, the easier it gets. So practice is progress. Remember, if this feels like caca and it's really not very fun, it just takes time to get comfortable with it. So take your left hand to the right shin. Reach your right arm up high and wave to the people across from you. Hi. Take your right hand back behind you and look to the other, other right hand. So the left hand holds your leg and the right hand, oh, you, you did the opposite side. And now twist to the right. You're going to the left because you started with a different leg. Twist, twist, twist. Awesome, look back forward. How you feeling? Okay, release the leg and shake it out. You literally, rinsed out your body. Who likes to clean? The kind of paid. If you're paid. <laughs> oh. Awesome. They're very good. So you have to clean up after work, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Ow. Left knee bends. Put your foot up and over. Right hand hugs the left shin. Left arm reaches up. Wave stretch. Lift your heart up higher and then twist, twist, twist. So when you twist, you're literally trading in moving fast to moving slow and finding that happiness track where you're optimistic and at ease and you're your best self in everything that you do. Rinse yourself out, come on back forward and kick out your legs. Awesome. Okay, so the last little thing that we're gonna do that is a really fun way to um, teach you how to find a mindful moment, how to take a pause in your day and um, be a little bit more positive and flip your switch from being really, really amped up to being more centered and in a neutral, settled space is to do something called a labyrinth visualization. There's two different ways that we're going to teach you how to do that today. 
because really what we're trying to do is give you tools to make mindfulness accessible. So I'm throwing a lot of concepts at you. How are you doing? Good? You're enjoying yourself? Thumbs up, thumbs sideways, thumbs down. Okay. <coughs> Bless? Thank you. All right. So the first one that we're going to do, and you guys get to decide, do you want to do your visualization sitting in your chair or leaning against the wall? Okay. That's a good... There, there you go. So we'll sit in a chair. But let's all sit up, and the first thing that we're going to do is we are going to practice just like coloring. This is a finger labyrinth. So we're going to sit down. Yeah, we're going to close our eyes and do it. Nope, we're going to close our, bless you, we're going to close our eyes after. We're doing two different versions of a labyrinth. We're doing a labyrinth visualization. All right. So the first thing that we're going to do in a labyrinth visualization is to start to relax. If you like to color, if you like to draw, that's a great way to create space in your mind, right? It slows down your pulse. It allows you to be a little bit more connected. It transforms you. But the same thing with the finger labyrinth. These are these huge, huge mazes that give you an opportunity to journey within. So one thing is simply to take your finger and trace the labyrinth as you focus on your breath. And you start to lose yourself in the labyrinth as you find your center. And this gives a really good opportunity to practice something called a pulse breath. And when you do a pulse breath, you're starting to literally notice your heartbeat. Simply inhaling and exhaling. Breathing calmly and smiling. The interesting thing about a labyrinth is that when you go to the center, you can stop a little bit, and then you breathe your way out. You retrace your steps, simply inhaling and exhaling. This helps your mind and your body and your heart work together. It helps you find that in the midst of chaos, peace is possible because you're literally giving yourself a time to breathe. I like seeing how intent and focused you all are. It's really amazing to watch you drop in to a more calm space simply by doing this. When we teach ourselves to be friends with our mind, because it can sometimes be a prison, but when you teach yourself how to be friends with it, 
then all these parts of the brain allow you to transform and there's this potential for healing and literally like I've said a couple times you get rid of the dis of disease or those icky thoughts those stressed out anxious moments and you find harmony and gentleness yes so the last little thing that we're going to do we did this labyrinth where we kind of tuned into our pulse is to do a literal meditation. How many of you meditate? Right? Meditation is super, super hard to do um, because you're literally just watching your breath. So what we're going to do together today is to do a meditation as I talk to you, which really helps you to tune in and not let your mind go off and wander. When you first start meditating and you're just watching your thoughts, sometimes that monkey mind likes to hold on to thoughts and then you get totally, totally tripped out. But what we wanna do is just watch the thoughts and not become them and just listen and see them more like clouds or birds or kites passing in the sky we see them for their brilliance, but we don't kind of cling to them or grasp onto them. So put all your papers on the ground and feel yourself completely starting to relax. During this practice, we are going to do a really, really simple belly breath where you could place one hand on your tummy and one hand on your heart, or maybe you're gonna have your hands on your legs, but you're just giving yourself an opportunity to focus on doing a three-part breath. Where, oh, I'm just doing that. You guys get to lean back and relax. And you're breathing belly, lungs, and ribs, and ribs, lungs, and belly. And you're literally going to close your eyes and tune in, letting go of the busyness. And you're going to get guided in a meditation to transcend all space and time. Let go of the clenching of the jaw or the gritting of the teeth and simply breathe and be. Bring your attention to the sensations of simply breathing in and breathing out. Inhaling belly, lungs, and ribs. And exhaling ribs, lungs, and belly. Find yourself coming to all of your senses and dropping into your body. A labyrinth is a visualization that helps you to find your truth, which can easily get lost in the hustle and bustle of your daily lives. This is literally a mind journey or mind training. If you feel fidgety or giggly, that's totally normal. 
Just start to let yourself go as you start to move through this space. You're sitting comfortably, your eyes are closed, and you're listening to the kindness and the ease of your breath as it flows through your body, centering you into this mindful moment. You're not stuck in a thought from the past. You're not stuck in something that's gonna be happening later on. You're just right here and right now. Inhale and exhale. Feel these deep, conscious, active, compassionate breaths moving through your nostrils. And just listen as your cells are relaxed and are blowing with every breath like the leaves on the trees. Just like you traced with your finger in the finger labyrinth, start to take a walk in your mind's eye through your labyrinth. It can be anything that you want. It could be made of sand and rocks, tall, luscious trees, flowers, candy, whatever it is, it's your own personal space within. You could be on an island. You could be here in the city. Or you could be on some uncharted journey where no one's ever been. Feel yourself calm as you make each turn following the labyrinth. Feeling whole. Literally shedding all of your worldly attachments and your thoughts. You're just making that hero's journey to your truth, the center of your being. Feeling the sensations of being clean and calm, awake and alive. No better time to ju just be present. Inhaling and exhaling. And as you get to the center of your circle, of your maze, sit down and stay a while, right here with your breath, right here with your balance. Feel the ground supportive and holding you. Notice the sensations of the space between your clothes and your skin. Feel your chest rising and falling. As every inhale, you grow wide and tall. And every exhale, your belly becomes calm, like you're just satisfied from a really good meal. Your shoulders are relaxed. 
And you feel the breath almost like a waterfall rolling down your arms to your fingers. The space between your ears is peaceful. Your tongue and your teeth soften as the words have finally left your body. Your eyebrows relax as the expression on your face softens. And from your brains to your bones, you're truly feeling the mindfulness in your heart. Your truth, your ease. Feeling at home in your own skin. Feel these positive, and powerful feelings of you. Feel yourself truly learning to breathe again as you listen to the insight of your inner workings. Feeling this incredible connection as you literally have breathed your body into balance. Feel the support and the wholeness that this simple practice offers you. Wherever you are in the center of your maze, Begin to get ready to retrace your steps, to rejoin the world. Start to visualize yourself slowly walking back out of your labyrinth, inhaling and exhaling. So. You're still relaxed and still really, really calm. As you exit your maze, every cell of your body is peaceful and pure awareness is coursing through your veins. Feeling your eyes still closed and your body still relaxed, you start to really end up coming out of the maze. Begin to place your hands in front of your heart and slowly and gently rub your palms together as fast
fast, as fast, as fast as you possibly can. Your eyes are closed, your body is relaxed, and you've taken this incredible hero's journey of yoga tonight. Take the warmth of your hands, place them right over your closed eyes. and gently begin to open your eyes as you release your hands with a whole fresh new perspective and a deeper insight to your inner workings as you've created this amazing calm and connected being. And the cool thing is that at any time, you can find this wholeness and this calmness simply by taking a breath. Because within your heart, you carry a portable paradise. You just have to give yourself space to tune back in to your internal metronome. and your beautiful, beautiful beings. It's very quiet in here. Mm -hmm. So tonight, we taught you some concepts of mindfulness and how it's accessible on a daily basis. And you guys had all these fun questions about what you think about mindfulness or yoga or what makes you happy. And as James and Caitlin will be guiding the last eight sessions, the next week of our wellness certificate We'll be adding on today a lot of sequences and movements and activities and tools that you can use in your daily life. And the cool thing is, is that I've got these sheets as we get food and drinks that show you some of the fun poses that we'll do. And I've got some handouts that give you just really simple things to do that don't even require physical movement now that you've learned all these good tricks. So thank you very much for taking the time to hang out. You did an awesome job. Does anybody have um, any um, answers here? Because some of you I know came a little bit later. So if you'd say how comfortable are you with yoga on a scale of one to 10, one being the lowest and 10 being the highest, what do you think your number is? Higher than five? Maybe. Lower than five? And um, what words do you think of when you think of the words mindful? I like how some of you said conscious or intentional, self-conscious, um, happiness, breathing. peaceful breathing. Reading. That's what you think of as the word mindful that makes you feel mindful? Your James Patterson books? Uh, no, just any book. 
All right. Dreaming. Dreaming. Yeah, that's a great, great deep state of consciousness where you're in those alpha and theta waves. Yeah. I don't have dreams. I have deja vu. Ooh, really? Me. I always wow. get illusion. Ooh, look at that. Like something happened to the dream that actually happened. That's pretty impressive. DJ, be careful. <laughs> what makes you happy? Some people wrote music, writing, and performing, organization, friends, parties. Anybody have something that they want to share that makes them happy? Well, I am happy for going to this homecoming next month on oh, the 12th. That'll be nice. And this week. Very cool. Did you know um, etc. is the most common word that is uh, mispronounced? No. Interesting. I thought it was tomato, tomato, or potato, potato. So you guys did a great job tonight. There's snacks and water, and we can all go over there and talk about um, all the cool things you learned.